Oof, been a long time. Been a long time. Welcome back to Dollars and Cents. Here with your business tech and gaming news. A lot has happened. Previous week, a lot of IPOs have dropped. We saw Uber drop. And to no surprise, Uber did absolutely nothing. Lyft already showed that these extremely hyped up IPOs are nothing but fluff. They originally came out calling Lyft and Uber a tech company. They're not fucking tech companies. They're ride sharing. Are they working on tech to have self-driving taxis? Yes, they are. Uber already said they're years and years away, like eight years away at least. Lyft, because they got a thing with Whammo, are closer. Actually, Whammo is throwing uh, Lyft a bone and adding them to their beta testing of their self-driving taxis over in Arizona or New Mexico. So they're literally throwing them a bone. It might have their shares might have went up a little bit because of that. But I mean that's only because they literally own shares, you know, in Lyft. Google does. So and of course Google is a whammo thing. Well, they're an alphabet thing, which Google and Alphabet are the same thing. I talked about that a while back, so I'm not going all into that. Um There's a whole thing about Disney. The Disney deal officially got closed a couple, maybe like a month or so ago. They had to sell their about 21 sports networks owned by Fox because they didn't want to have, regulatory commission didn't want them to have a monopoly because of course, you know, ESPN and there's so many versions of ESPN. That there was a lot of there was some talk. Fox paid twenty million for those. The people that bought it, whose name slips my mind currently, bought them from Disney for ten. Articles are bringing all extra hype. Uh, Disney didn't make a good deal. They didn't make profit off that. Who cares? They had to sell it. They knew they would probably want to have to sell something. Disney's not hurt. Like, at all. They're about to do their Disney streaming service, Disney Plus. People are talking about that. You know, they feel like, oh, well, the amount, the amount that they're paying to produce content versus the amount they were getting paid by Netflix. It's really a lot of dumb stuff that people aren't thinking about. Disney's library is so vast. Like, Think outside the Disney Channel. Disney's been around for a long, long time. Before cable was a big thing, network television, specifically ABC, aired a lot of Disney-made movies, a lot of specials. Came on Sundays and holidays. That was Disney. 
20th Century Fox, massive library. Cartoons, family-friendly programming, a lot of stuff. Just outside family-friendly, 20th Century Fox, like, oh my God. Like, I, I immediately thought, <laughs> is they got my damn Die Hard franchise. <sighs> what are you talking about? How many franchises they got under their belt? You're going to see a lot of articles. They really just need something to talk about. That's why y'all need to be following my IG. And just stop listening to the noise. All the clickbait. All that stuff, clickbait. Click, 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 click. They ain't talking about nothing. Disney Plus is going to help Disney continue to stay in the green and revenue. And it means everybody who owns Disney stock, everybody who has not bought Disney stock, other than to call you a fucking idiot. Granted, if you can't afford it, that's cool. But dividend-wise, that's stock you should own. No way around it. Only a few companies will I say their revenue is consistent, green. They're in the green. You're getting these quarterly dividend checks, good money. Disney's one of them. Disney Plus just ensures they stay in the green. Because at some point, they're going to have a year where they don't have a ridiculous amount of movies in the pipeline. Summer's coming, so you know their theme parks are just going to bump. But there are going to be years at some point where there's not a bunch of Disney movies coming out. But hey, Disney Plus streaming, which will be the cheapest streaming service out. Goldmine. And the more time passes, the more original content they have the time to build up. No different from Netflix. Had to build themselves up. Disney will probably do it in half the time. Trying to remember what else has happened. Oh, Beyond Meat did spectacular. Um, they just they did fantastic. They've done created. They're they're definitely going to create a thing. McDonald's literally a day after Beyond Meat came out, McDonald's announced they're going to have a vegetarian burger or a non-meat burger. Tyson, who invests in Beyond Meat. Literally decided they're going to do the same thing. They invested in the company and now they're going to be a competitor. Why? Probably because Beyond Meat passed Tyson in share price in less than two days. Tyson's at like 70 some dollars a share. Beyond Meat hit 80 something dollars a share. This came down some, just a little bit. Which is to be expected. Let's be, it's just how the market works. <laughs> they didn't drop down like a stone like lift or anything. They came down a little bit. But when, when you invest in a company, and that company passes your company's own share price in less than two days, you'll probably feel some type of way. So that has to be understood. That has to be understood. But they're starting a wave. Um, There's a... 
the owners of the Hooters franchise have partnered with Beyond Meat. Like I said, everything happened in a couple of days. Tyson's announcement, Big Donald's announcement, uh, people partnering with Beyond Meat. The Hooters franchise owns several bird companies, companies I never heard of. So, to be honest, there's no point to repeat the name. Um, but they're called Chanticleer Holdings. Several burger companies. Which they need some Beyond Meat magic. Because the share price is a dollar and like 73 cents. Look at that. Chanticleer Holdings. Owners of the Hooters franchise. And about apparently five other burger franchises. Not like McDonald's or Wendy's, but I don't know what these other companies based at. I never heard of them. Their share price is $1.73. Thinking about that, that seems rather low, right? Like, ridiculously low. It wasn't always like that. But they've made some purchases back in 2015 that I think affected their share price because in 2015, they started to sink like a stone. Back then, it was like $30 and something a share. It's been dropping ever since. I mean, four years later, it's down to a dollar and some change. Now, I say that to say this. Keep an eye on that. Because to be honest, Beyond Meat just may have that type of magic. I can't see one company being able to affect the share price of another one so drastically that it would bring it up to its former glory. I really don't, especially from burger franchises that I don't think, I think they're only in certain areas. But Chanticleer Holdings, it's like a dollar seventy something. Keep an eye out. Beyond me, maybe able to work some magic. If they do, I'll be the first to let you know. Had a lot of biopharma last week. Companies like, uh, yeah, it was a lot of biopharma really last week. Uh, you had people dropping Thursday and Friday. A lot of them, a lot of them didn't do very well. Oh, I'll take that back. I'm sorry. I said it differently than how I was thinking it. It's not that a lot of them didn't do very well. It's not what I meant to say. A lot of them didn't do outstanding. But, uh, Cortex mean. Millstone Pharmaceuticals, two companies I picked up, I favorited. They did well, uh, especially Cortexamine. Uh, you can look them up on their CRTX. Did outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, also, Next Cure Inc. Headhunter came out this previous week. Axel Health and Mayville Engineering came out. Uh, they, they didn't do anything. Of course, we have more coming next. Uh, the ones that came out Friday, previously after those, was Uber, Post Reality Trust, Sonam Tech, Jalen Group, Health Science Acquisitions. Once again, no Beyond Meat type moves, no... Uh, Zoom type moves. And they they did the best they could do. But like I said, 
Lyft was overhyped. Google was overhyped. A lot of these were were specifically overhyped. Now, I want to bring up one of the ones that are coming up soon, which is Luckin' Coffee. It's coming soon. I bring them up because Starbucks felt like saying something about them a week ago. Now, this is a company solely based in China. Starbucks, they're international. China is in a market they're doing well in. So I guess they felt some type of way. Which was weird. Because Luckin' Coffee is barely two years old. Actually, that's not even barely. They aren't two years old. They're only based in China. Their business model is awesome. Gotta say that. Business model is fantastic. It, it, it disrupts the traditional coffee style. No coming barista. Hey, I want a venti lap caps frappuccino with extra foam and hold it under the steamer for another 15 seconds. Like, nope. It's all done on your phone. All of it. Either you're picking up your coffee that's already made or it's delivered. That's what they do. It's pick up and delivery. To me, that's actually smart. A lot of people are in a hurry nowadays. Some people do want to sit, chill, and have coffee. That's cool. More people are in a hurry. In the morning, you're in a hurry. You got to pull up to Starbucks. Imagine a place that delivers your coffee to your job. They get there the same time you get there. Right? Nice. But China's not big on coffee. They don't drink nearly as much as we do. Like we <laughs> literally, every everybody else in the world drinks like a hundred times more coffee than China does. So their entire thing is based on China coffee becoming more popular. No. Uh, increasing the number of coffee drinkers in China. That's a lot to ride on. Company's a baby. There's not a market. They're going to try and create a market. Coffee existed for a long time. I don't think you can exist. You can create a market for something that already existed. Like e-commerce isn't new it just changed because let's be honest it's like amazon didn't do anything new if you take the time to think about it amazon is just an evolution of what we were already doing mail order catalogs how many finger hut was a huge thing back in the day oh yeah i ordered some finger hut oh i ordered this from avon oh you ordered stuff out of catalogs you you qvc'd you know what I'm saying? Hell, eBay was kind of a thing. Kind of a thing. It was the natural evolution. Amazon was a natural evolution. Somebody saw the direction that we were evolving 
too and took the initiative to get ahead of it. That's all. What they want is to create something that's not there. Or hope it just naturally comes along. I don't think Luck and Coffee is smart. They're going public on the uh, 17th. They were the best looking. <laughs> like I said, their business model was awesome. But just nah. Fastly also comes out on the 17th. They're going to be public. I'm I'm just not excited about none of these. Aventor, Pimco Mortgage, Income Trust, uh, Bricktown Brewery, Restaurants, Conversion Point Holdings. Next week is going to be a real dull week. Next week, I'm probably going to... You should look back on previous IPOs for the past month is, is what I'd like people to do. Look at who's doing what, who's doing good, who's doing bad. Uh, there's a, a couple of them. Look at Pinterest that was hyped up and look at Zoom. I think they, they came out the same week. Pin, Zoom is doing better than Pinterest, but more people focused on Pinterest, not Zoom. I said Zoom was better, and it is. It's legs. I want everybody to think long-term. Companies that don't think long-term don't make long-term money. If you can't make long-term money, your share price is going to reflect that. Because growth is growth. Look at Walmart. Walmart is constantly showing how they're forward-thinking. They're adding technology, robotic workers in the back warehouse, robots to scan their inventory on the floor. They've decided to directly compete with Chewy.com, which is, they all, Chewy.com filed an IPO. They're a pet pharmacy and pet supplies, things like that. Pet industries, like $74 billion industry. Nobody else is really out there like that. They're owned by PetSmart. Walmart, a week later, oh, we're going to do the same thing, but we're also going to add veterinarian clinics to their stores. They'll have 100 veterinarian clinics in their stores by the end of the year. They'll probably increase that number the following year to about 150, which further distance themselves from Target. Guess whose share price is higher? Walmart. But it's still going to allow them to not get left behind by Amazon because their e-commerce increased 45%. Tell me Walmart's not thinking smart. They bought a, a subscription service for kids' clothes. They bought it. They didn't have to build it. They bought one that already pre-exists. Come on. That's what you got to look at the acquisitions. What company bought what? Who bought who? Amazon kept buying all those tech companies and guess what? Now they have one day shipping. Why? Because they kept buying tech companies and robotics and now they are increasing the number of robotic elements in their shipping 
So now they can decrease the human element and allow you, the consumer, to benefit from it by offering you one day shipping. It all makes sense in the long run. Look at these acquisitions, ladies and gentlemen. These are things that affect their stock price. These are things that affect their revenue. Their revenue is good. Their dividends is good. You're getting a check. If share price goes up, that means the price you bought it at gets higher. You, when you sell, more return. Make money. This is how this works. Okay. Like I said, a lot of biopharma. I'm not going to go into the whole phase one, phase two of biopharma stuff, phase three. I don't know if I did that on a previous podcast or not. I'm just being honest because I have so much to do. I'm not sure if I did. If I didn't, y'all need to go to my IG. I I do have a chart referencing how the biopharma stages work, the phase one, phase two testing. Um, for those of you looking at biopharma and you're not sure what to do. And for some reason you're not on my Instagram where I do post every single day, several times a day. Let me tell you what you need to be looking at. (sighs) Oh, well, a lot. (laughs) You got to look at the same stuff you look at with companies. These IPOs, it's the same thing. No difference. Loss. All biopharmers. Biopharma revenue, don't even worry about it. They don't have none. They don't. Look at how much cash they have on hand. Because they aren't... They don't have a product to sell. That's why they're biopharma currently. They, They don't have a product. They're trying to get a product out. You know, how close are they to FDA approval? See what phases they're in. Phase one, phase two, phase three. The numbers matter. You want them more in phase three and phase two. If they in phase one, they ain't did nothing yet. They ain't even in phase one. Oh, my God. You know how long you're going to wait? At least a decade. Close to a decade. They're not even in phase one. And they're trying to go public. That means they're trying to raise money to do what they need to do in phase one and hopefully get the phase two. A lot of companies don't get that far. A lot of companies don't get out of phase two. You need to look at what their research is about. Because in all of these things, they will let you know, hey, you know, you, it's Alzheimer's, it's diabetes, it's Crohn's disease. It's, it's, it's something you've probably never heard of. I promise you, I've seen some and I have have no idea about. Some of them, when you hear what they're doing, you're just like, oh, my God. Why has nobody else thought of that? It was one company. I really can't think of them right now. But their stock is is doing well. I really can't think of it. Um, I think I brought it up in the last podcast, maybe. But to describe the company, they're a, um, what they do is they take... Organ transplanting. We currently do it in a cooler. You know, you put the organ in a cooler. The organ's the organ's dead, and then they have to you know reattach it to the body after they've done iced it and try to get the blood flowing back and wake 
the organ back up, make it viable again. This company doesn't do that. They keep the organ alive. Like if you're there transplanting a heart, they literally keep the heart alive, pumping it with nutrient rich blood or, or, or the liver. Like they're still feeding it blood that they've created so that when they transplant into the body, you're not hoping that the organ restarts. It never stops. The company's doing pretty good. But the things like that just want to catch your eye. And they should. Because with anything, is there a market for this? Have nobody done this before? Now, of course, you would say, well, nobody had to lift what Lyft and Uber has done before. True. It's a good point. Here's the thing. They were hyped up too much. If Lyft and Uber came out at like $25, they would have did way fucking better. They came in high as shit. No. Why? Because they're tech. No, they're not. Google's tech. Amazon is tech. Facebook is tech. Lyft and Uber is not tech. Everything you see about Facebook, Facebook made. Everything you see about Amazon, they did. I mean, AWS, what do you think that stands for? Like, come on. Google self-explanatory. Google's Google's tech as tech gets. What else you need to look for? I talked about what phase they're in. uh, What exactly they're doing. Look at the cash they have on hand. Because that's information that's viable. Um, some companies have anywhere from like, they typically won't have a lot. Don't expect, oh, they have $100 million. No, they'll probably have something like $8, 17000000 million. Nobody typically has more than $30 million cash on hand. And every biopharma goes public literally to raise money for their research of what they're doing. See what companies have already invested in them. Big dogs, Lilly, Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline, they invest in, in these uh, biopharmers that aren't in direct competition with them. They invest. See, see who does. It's a good confidence booster to see that somebody else sees this company is doing XYZ that's in that field. Don't assume that because they invest, they're good. Because, once again, Google had has shares of Lyft. Lyft still did garbage. But just things to look at when it comes to biopharma. People, if you're thinking about biopharma, this is the stuff you need to know to look at. Um, I'm not sure if I said look at what they're treating, disorders. You know, maybe it's bipolar, maybe it's Alzheimer's. Um, see how many people are affected by it because that's your market. That's it. If they're one to treat a disease that's only affecting 100 people in America, that's their market is literally 100 people. Look at the market. And medical companies do project how many people will get a disease or a disorder 
trust me, there are projections for how many more people will, you know, have AIDS in 2020. How many more people will develop diabetes or Alzheimer's, whatever. They have those projections. The same way a company projects their revenues for the next quarter, the medical world does the same projections for diseases, disorders, illnesses. So look at that. Some things are bigger in North America. Some things are bigger in in, in, in the Asian pan-Pacific states. In pan-Pacific region. Sorry, I don't know what's the states. See what their target is. Biopharma seems tricky because it's a lot of little bits of information, technical, <laughs> medical names for stuff. Take your time. What you don't understand today is today. That doesn't mean you won't understand it next month. The more you immerse yourself in something, the easier it gets in the long term. So don't be scared to immerse yourself in some of this biopharma information. I'm sorry it's been so long since my last podcast. Going to probably dedicate a podcast to biopharma. I definitely also plan to. A lot of people have uh, contacted me through my Instagram. Uh, If you don't know the Instagram, it is the same as the podcast, Dollars and Cents. Uh, Underscore. Dollars underscore and underscore cents there's a lot of certain type of investors financially I do plan to address the like this okay (laughs) I'm overthinking this I plan to do a podcast and I plan to do posts centered around a certain uh level of investing financially. Everybody can't throw everybody can't buy Tesla stock. Tesla stock is actually I haven't looked at Tesla stock in a minute. Either way it's like two hundred to three hundred dollar stock. Everybody can't do that. A lot of people are kinda in the hundred dollar range. They're thinking about doing like $100 every week, maybe $100 every month, which is a good way to start a portfolio. But those that, you know, that's what you can afford because you don't ever go more than what you can afford. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's plenty of stocks you can get, especially you pay attention to IPOs. And there's plenty of pre-existing companies that aren't over $100 that are good companies and companies that we all know about and use on a regular basis. So I will be making a podcast specifically for that and a post. For my uh, for IGTV and and Instagram, so be on the lookout for that. I, I hear everybody. I hear you. Trust me. I look at the comments. I see that that's a need. I plan to facilitate that need. I'm here for the people. You're listening. If you're not on the if you're not on my Instagram, you need to get your ass over there. And for the people that are on the Instagram, they need to get their butts to the podcast. These things run hand in hand. 
I'm not always giving out the same information that I give on the podcast on Instagram and vice versa. I want people to get as much as they can out of what I'm doing. I want to affect the change you want in your life, in your finances, in your investing. I'm not going to ask you to subscribe to an email. And for $29.99, you can get our premium stock page access that will give you up to date. Fuck all that shit. Don't fall for that shit. <laughs> I've, I literally went on Instagram and saw the ad for one of those, you know, we send out a weekly email with the movers and shakers of stocks. First of all, they were all penny stocks. The dude. And the dude had the balls to come in and comment. And I guess he went to my page after the first comment and saw and never came back. I actually stopped seeing his post. <laughs> actually, I haven't seen his post since. Like at all. Like he was paying for advertising. I haven't seen him since. Don't fall for these things. These people that want you to subscribe to their email for three ninety nine, five ninety nine. No. Now I'm not saying don't ever pay for something. But some people are literally just trying to get you and they're not providing any substance. And I've looked at people being like, you know, here's we have a YouTube and we talk about and I went to the YouTube and they talk about nothing. But want you to subscribe to their website that's locked until you do the $15.99 a month. And that'll give you access to the names of the stocks they're talking about. I watched the thing for 10 minutes and he didn't say one company name at all. That was the most confusing thing I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> like, why? What, what, like, he didn't name one company, not one. How are you helping people and you're giving them information? You didn't give them no information. No company name. I name companies all the time. I just talked about Luckin, Disney, Lyft and Uber, Beyond Meat. I bring up my Instagram. My Instagram is free. I don't have a premium Instagram, premium Snapchat. <laughs> no, don't. Sorry. I'm not shaking my butt the stock symbols in the background. Nope. Unless that's something y'all want. If that's that's something y'all want and willing to pay for it now, that's that's different. We might can talk. You know, you don't want some special stock market videos, wink, for like, you know, ten dollars, wink. <laughs> but yeah, be be wary of that. But that was mostly everything that uh oh no, actually I want to talk about Aurora, uh the cannabis company. I'm seeing a lot of little articles. Which is just a slow news day. I, I hate that about these these news things. People that have Aurora probably feel some type of way because there's a lot of little articles. And Aurora's not moving. It said like $8. 
uh, I've heard people who have canopy like canopy's not moving. It's stable. Don't be. It's okay if a stock is stable. But look at the acquisition they make. Cannabis canopy growth. They're making a lot of nice acquisitions internationally, which is going to allow them to make revenue as America slowly gets into the cannabis game state by state. Look at the thing of Walgreens and CVS. The introduction of CBD products is a gateway. That's all good news. Presidents that are coming in, all cannabis friendly. Good news. Cannabis is like what internet was back in the early 90s. Everybody like the internet, that'll never, that'll never take off. All we need is these little AOL discs and look at everybody now. AOL. What? Fuck out of here. That's what cannabis is. Be smart. Don't jump ship because these little news articles. Now, Aurora do need to make a lot more better acquisitions. I will say that because their canopies at the top right now. Aurora needs to make some better acquisitions. I, I don't know what their cash situation is, but they need to make acquisitions outside in other countries to help bring in revenue until. I know people are talking about Canada made rules, but the rules aren't really affecting these bigger companies. It's affecting everybody trying to come up, which I don't really have a feeling about that. I won't say it makes it harder, but it's making people be a more legit business. Nothing wrong with that. They don't want you trying to sell weed out your house and saying you're a weed company. That's all. That's how I took that. People are taking it a different type of way. Be be, be a real business. Ganopy's still my baby. A lot of love for them. They make, they've been making smart acquisitions for the longest. And they're consistent, like every two months. Not an acquisition. Smart stuff. Not even just in weed. They even got um products that people use to smoke weed or anything else. The vaping, uh, they, they bought. They have a deal with a vaping company. Um, that's smart. That's smart stuff. Because what you going to use to smoke? Oh, okay, guess what? We got accessories for your smoking needs. Smart. Because people that are just vaping, which is a big thing now, bringing canopy money. And it ain't even got no weed in it. Smart. They're out there in countries where weed is already free because they made acquisitions. I think a CB3 or C3, a cabinoid. Smart. Aurora's cool. Canopy smarter. I just got them talking about look at the acquisitions. Certain companies think long term. You're we're in 2019, but they're thinking about 2021. Look at those companies. Amazon started their the robotic and all the tech stuff back in. 2018, look at them now. Or 2017, to be honest. Look at the ones that are making, like Walmart has been made a lot of acquisitions last year that I that you're not going to feel the impact of until about 2021. Because I've watched them partner and buy companies that are overseas. 
You haven't felt that yet. You will. These are the things you need to keep your eye on. These are the things I keep bringing to the table. Um, it was something. I'm so sorry. Something after canopy. To be honest, it just slipped my mind. Um, it had something to do with cannabis because I brought up CBD. Can't remember what company I was about to go into. I really can't. Slips my mind. Oh, I wanted to bring up something under the tidbit because a lot of people are talking about tariffs. You're, it, you can't escape it. You're hanging on the news somewhere. Tariffs. Okay, they're talking about how it's going to impact things, which it is. It is. As an investor, this is what you need to look at when it pertains to these tariffs. Keep in mind, Trump is on the way out. It's his end game right now. Same thing as I just said with cannabis. Next president's up, the whole lineup, cannabis-friendly people. Tariffs. Let's be honest. People are going to overturn a lot of shit Trump did when they get in office. Tariffs is going to be one of them. Look at the companies that shares are being affected by this. Look at the ones impacted by his trade laws, the tariffs. Look at the ones impacted. Somebody sent me something a while back, and I think I might have lost it. But they sent me something a while back about one of these companies, which is why I love when my followers on Instagram send me stuff. And I told them to keep an eye on this one. Because when these rules change... That shit's going to shoot up. That's what you need to look at. Look at the ones that when these trade, stupid ass trade levies and these tariffs, the next president says, yeah, we're getting rid of that. Look at the ones that are going to take off when they overchange dumb Trump rules that have been affecting business negatively. Look at those. Those are who you want to have an eye on. Those are the ones that you look at. Okay, how low is that price? Let me buy shares of them now. Or let me wait a little while longer. Let me see how low this is going to go. Which I always say, pick a point. Because it may be high. And it's still dropping. Be surprised. Companies will drop for years. Because it may drop all the way up to the election and all of a sudden some of these shares start to go up because shareholders are going to think, okay, Trump's finally out. They're going to overturn this or somebody's platform. They express, yeah, to trade things, I'm getting rid of that. During these elections, see what they're talking about. Which you should be paying attention anyway because that's your next president. Listen to the business parts. Because there are some people that are going to ask stuff about cannabis and they're going to ask about the tariffs and all that other type of stuff. Some people are, some people ain't. When you hear about it, pay attention. Focus on the companies that are going to be impacted by that. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to bring that stuff to you. That's later when when the elect. I'm, I'm going to probably do a podcast focused on the companies that are being affected by these tariffs. And so that y'all know who to look at specifically 
just like I'm gonna do one for people that are pretty much investing like you know maybe a hundred dollars a week a hundred dollars a month with stocks that they can afford that are good stocks because it pertains to dividends and and some that have long term growth potential that are under you know like fifty dollars seventy five dollars but hey it's been dollars and cents next round of IPOs y'all for this week to be honest you're not gonna miss anything um Look back on some of the previous ones, or um, just just take a real look at your portfolio for those that are building one. Take a look at uh, some of the older companies I've talked about before. Um, look who hasn't gone public yet, who've already said that you know they they filed an IPO but they haven't officially gone public yet. Uh, like the Chewy dot com, uh, Slack, Airbnb. Take time to look back at these. Research these companies, see what they've done, because they are going to go public soon. Be prepared. Look at some of the companies that are already known. You know, you're building your portfolio. You need to take a look back. Look at some companies. See, see somebody you overlooked. You know, just put in. There's nothing wrong with just putting in Google random stuff. You like video games? Video game companies. There's a list. See who's public. Like I said, I'll be back sooner than later. Stylers and cents. I miss y'all. I'm glad y'all still here listening. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. Shout out to Germany. A lot of listeners out there. Shout out to the UK. They got a new royal baby. It's the business. Love it. California. Love my listeners out there. Texas. What can you say about Texas? Big state. Big love. Trying to get some of this. I don't get a lot of Midwest love. So, you know, Philly, where you at? North Dakota, where you at? Minnesota, where you at? Atlanta always got my back. Styles and cents. Keep your mind on your money. Your money on your mind. Later.